0: We are live. This is Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I am here with Mitch, and I may slay your name. Is it Lagaden? Oh, not
1: even close. Not even close. Lagaden, yes, yeah. Lagaden,
0: okay, so kind of like it, it looks. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been doing that all morning, so I, I'm, <laughs> it I'm is awesome. a, Hey, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'll I, give I, you that. The last guest I had was Al, Al Bergaria so i, oh, I, I killed that oh, one as so well mine's
1: easy, mine's easy compared okay. to that
0: so yeah. so again mitch um i wanted to i wanted the audience to kind of um I, I always have a guest on and i want them to, to the audience to know them from from their words and so i want to introduce you obviously uh, first i don't want to run your name but i did but i want to have <laughs> you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself where you're from what you yeah. what you do and then maybe a little bit about your story go ahead
1: Right on. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so my name is Mitch Lagaden. I'm I'm host, well, I guess first of all, I'm in Calgary, Canada, and I know Mm -hmm. you're based down in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. I actually used to live in Tulsa, so just kind of a cool, yeah, I grew, I spent a lot of grade school there. Anyways. Very cool. um, Yeah, so I'm the host of Slow Down Man, the podcast. Um, which was a bit of a COVID project um, and has just kind of taken off from there. But essentially, the the premise behind the podcast is to um, help young men um, bring consciousness, bring awareness to unconscious patterns in their lives. Um, and how that was spurred for me, and by, by the way, with that is to Kind of break down some of the woo woo uh stereotypes, especially amongst young men around around mindfulness, the mindfulness space um you know mindfulness has been a been a big part of my life um for the past i don't even know how many years and uh you know and I think that at one point I realized like I felt guilty or not guilty I felt um awkward or almost like Weird about talking to my buddies about you know I meditate or I I right. am into this type of self help content. I don't think it's very um, I don't think it's very commonplace for men right. to it's have not, these it's conversations. Not manly. <laughs> it's, exactly, exactly. It's not masculine, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I during COVID just thought it would be a cool thing to kick off a podcast creating content that resonates with men. Now getting back to my story, um, and I know it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, so when I was in university way back, I, I, you know, I struggled with, with panic anxiety, um, in that, you know, particularly around performances. So like during tests and things like that, but it it got, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It got bad at one point. And, uh, there was a lot of other things contributing to that, which now I have awareness of, which is Mm -hmm. like my diet. I was eating so much, like just pizza and crap Mm -hmm. drinking so much
0: food is people don't realize there's so much when you take in that you take in in your food and, and just ingredients so bad for you. Just so Dude, bad.
1: Yeah. You are what you eat as yes, they say.
0: A hundred percent. You are
1: what you eat. Um, so yeah, it, you know, in hindsight, there's a lot of things playing into this, but you know, went to, to therapy that really helped and kind of got me back, um, on a good track. But the, quite honestly, the, the biggest thing that helped me, um, deal with this was mindfulness. It was, Developing a meditation practice. It was, and not even just that. Like meditation is one thing, but it's it's the the daily practice of um, just connecting with my breath, getting, having awareness of the you know body, mind, and spirit, and uh, you know having those those tools so that if you know I ever had anxiety going going through that time, uh, I would know how to deal with that. I could come into my body. I could breathe. Um, and yeah, long story short, now that that's in the rear view mirror, um, it's changed my life, and I'm I'm hoping to you know help push it out there to other other men, maybe going through similar things, or even if they're not, you know, it, just looking at the ways that it can benefit them as well.
0: Excellent, excellent, and and you know that that's maybe this was just a meant to be interview this morning because um, the past two weeks that's what I've what I've been doing and pushing a lot on some of our social media live. I've been doing a lot of live interviews, and what what I what the topic of those live interviews have been is to reach out to uh, anybody and everybody out there struggling with depression or struggling mm-hmm. with with uh, anxiety. Um, and and what that looks like is is me literally on live telling telling our audience where they can get resources and where they can get help. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just that, but but. Where, where you can step outside of yourself to help other people. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm hearing from you is, is you're taking it, you're just freely taking an opportunity in your life and, and in your journey to to do something for other people, a selfless act of helping other people uh, c- come to know this this mindfulness. And, and in order to do so, you know, you do have to, it, it's A, you're helping other people and you're intentionally doing it. But mm-hmm. what we've been discussing the past two weeks is helping others, period. Um, in everyday life, holding a door, giving a smile, mm-hmm. a compliment, you're in the drive-thru buying your food and buy the food behind you. Get the car behind you and drive off. You don't have to wave at them. Just, just buy their food. Dude, yeah. um, people, people, you can look someone right in the eye and not know they're, they're, they're at home with an abusive spouse. They're suicidal. Mm-hmm. They suffer depression, anxiety. These are all things where every day we're passing people that are de- dealing with this. Mm-hmm. and all it takes to get them out of that moment for one second if it helps for one second to get an abused spouse mm-hmm. out yep. of the moment they're in by giving them a compliment on their outfit or something silly mm-hmm. um it seems so silly but at the same time we we, we we start building habits in ourselves it helps changing the dynamic of what we think and what we're doing right, um right. and and i'm doing the uh, kind of a 30-day challenge myself to help bring that pattern into my life and, and make me more to where when i when i look across somewhere and i see somebody struggling it's not a, 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 do I go help? It, mm-hmm. It's just instinct that I'm going to start walking that way and helping. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to encourage to a lot of people in our audience. So um, that's what I'm hearing with what you're doing. Tell us a little, I, little more about it.
1: Yeah, I love that. By, by the way, uh, before I tell you more about it, I, I just say that I, I love what you just said about, you know, spreading kindness. I know mm-hmm. that's a very overused over. over it's the cheapest buzzword, thing we can do. It's the cheapest thing, thing can you can do.
0: do for someone.
1: And, uh, you know, we talk about that a lot on the show is that like, it, it doesn't have to be this radical act either. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you You know, you have to buy them a gift. Yeah. It could just be recognizing the humanness of the other person mm-hmm. and having compassion for them as, as just being another, you know, if it's a homeless person or something, having compassion for them being a human being. Um, and that's a big buzzword in, in mindfulness as well. There's a ton of self-compassion and compassion for others uh, meditations that you can do mm-hmm. to help instill that within you. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to, to touch on that. Because sure. I love it. Love Love what you just said there. Um, As, as far as uh, telling you more about slow down, man, you know, the, the other, I guess, aspect to it that, that I want to push home through the guests we bring on and whatnot is first of all, encouraging dudes to look inward, as I, yeah. as I mentioned, but also, simultaneously encouraging men to open up and share yeah which is not not a very don't do do. we don't do a lot of
0: that we don't share our emotions and we don't ask for help that's two things us men fail at yeah
1: Yeah. um and yeah you look at any anyone who's played sports growing up that you know if you hurt your ankle or mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it's always about repress, repress. Yeah. Brush it off. Brush yeah, it off. brush it off. Play yeah. through the pain. And that, that's carried over in a larger sense to mm-hmm. um, masculinity and, and yeah. common modern notions of what masculinity means. And uh, yeah, so that, you know, and I think, by the way, there's a, that's the traditional way of looking at it. I do think, and through talking to a lot of the people that I brought on the show, um, that there's a movement going the other way right there's a there's a men's movement happening we talked about this i had uh, dr robert glover on the show uh in last week's episode and he he's he's been in the the men's space for years and he says he's so optimistic about what's happening
0: that's
1: good um so it, it's good to see and uh yeah i'm through this slow on my podcast i'm just trying to you know there's bring a on shift people and help a few dudes. Yeah, yep. they're,
0: they're, It's good. Like you said, with his perspective and with the podcast, you're creating a shift. And, and, and as he's saying, there's already a shift there. You're, you're helping to support that shift. And, yeah, you know, yeah. for us men, you know, what, 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 what's dynamic about me is, is some of my past as an addiction, as an alcoholic suffering from depression, mm. anxiety, um, having post-traumatic stress uh, all mm. the things I've done in my life and, and, and made it through. And, and basically I didn't always cope well with things, but I learned to cope well with things and I did go to counseling and I did seek different different avenues of self-help and I've read books and I've read things online and it just comes to a point where when it, it finally took me really looking in the mirror and mm-hmm. reflecting on what I see that I love and what I see that I hate and, and then I had to remove the word hate and I had to say uh, what I love and what I dislike, but right. it's who I am. right, um, and, and w- just as women are put in a box in society for what they're supposed to be, us men are put in a box just like masculinity and all the different things. Mm, and yes. in order to lift that box off, we really have to take a look at, at who we want to be. Do we want to be uh, generalized and stereotypically put in the box with everybody? Or do we want to be an individual who can step out of that box and say, I don't, I don't want to group think this. I want yeah. to be an individual. Life is too short for me to live in this box. Right. So guys, I'm going to move out of the box and you guys can come with and we can all explore new ideas of what it takes or what it is to be a man. Right, right.
1: That's totally it. That's the movement right there. And you touched on a huge concept in in your own journey. You you said that you, you know, you took a look in the mirror, which we did. We talked about a little bit of like looking inwards. We don't
0: like looking in mirrors. No, in we don't.
1: Men. No, <laughs> we don't. We really don't. <laughs> Uh, we don't like our own reflection typically uh-uh, but uh, it you know and you, you said that you didn't you looked at all parts of yourself in the mirror what you you said at one point you hated but you yeah. later just disliked mm-hmm. um and that that touches on a big thing which we talk about a lot on the show is is it is embracing your shadow side yeah. and that the parts of you that maybe you neglect and push down the thing is when you do that you know whatever that is yeah. when you do that the shame the hurt the resentment that you're holding when you do that 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 shit's gonna come out eventually and it grows uh, the
0: yeah. more you suppress yeah. it the more it grows exactly
1: yeah. exactly it's just a matter of when it's a ticking time yeah. bomb so what you see with a with a lot of men as they get later on in their life they you know what big um they have a big freak out a midlife crisis whatever it is and that's Gotta have that a corvette sh-
0: something.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> corvette exactly so why not deal with that that stuff earlier, early on, on yeah, and not let it get to that breaking point.
0: Yeah, and it's taken me, um, being honest, uh, till it was about two thousand fourteen when I really slowed down and stepped out of being me, being the yep. old me, and saying this isn't the me I want to be. This isn't. I don't want to be this man as a father. I don't want to be this man as a as a husband. I don't want to mm. be this man um, as a friend. And, yeah. and I, and looking in the mirror, I don't want to be the man in the mirror right now. I, I, I know there's a better man that I can view Tough thing to
1: do. Yeah. that is
0: me. I can look in this mirror at some point and see the better man, but that right now in the mirror in 2014, I was not that man. I was not that reflection. And that's about the time I really took a journey and stepped into, um, not just a journey of self-help, but a journey of like, what is the baggage I carry that i don't need what is uh, my childhood was horrific my you know we went Mm. through a very dysfunctional my father was a a murderer uh, a drug dealer Uh, my mother uh, had her own addiction issues and while she got us away from things and set a better Mm. example later um we we witnessed a lot of bad stuff and and so i had to really take a look at what was that baggage how did that environmentally and mentally affect me and then why did i carry it through my teens, and why did I carry that baggage and allow my family to continue to be unhealthy and me be part of it, Mm -hmm. and then work through my 20s, and at one point went to prison, uh, you know, and and served three years in prison uh, due to my choices, as well as due to the environmental and crazy stuff that I had lived through, and then finally in my 30s, really finally slowing down enough to take a look at things, but not until 2014 did I really say, you know, Mm -hmm. all this thinking is wrong. Everything mm. I think is wrong. Everything I, I, the way I view life and the perspective I'm viewing life in is wrong. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's what I've been taught and what yeah. I've been taught yeah. is wrong. And, and so it really took time for me to, to slow down. And, and, and part of that focus in 2014 was start the start of the, the base. The foundation was my spiritual side was broken. I, I had mm. no spiritual side yeah. while I believed in God. I didn't believe that God was doing anything for me. And while while that was my belief, a lot of people could be a higher power. It could be whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be religious. It
1: doesn't be religious yeah,
0: at all in, in any way, shape or form. And for yeah. me, it's not, you know, for me, it's not religion. It's not about me and my wife going to church. Uh, while that's a good moral thing to help my son with and, and teach him at his age, it's not the focus of where my relationship with a higher power is, or it's not my spirituality itself. And so I started with working on my spiritual side, which was completely destroyed and broken absolutely didn't exist. And then I started focusing on, you know, obviously being in reality, you got to have a job and a career and you've got to have some sort of success in order to pay for and finance the lifestyle that you want to live. So I started focusing on restructuring my career and and the avenues and owning businesses that I've had in the past, uh, engineer's degree, all the things that I've accomplished, but just kind of blew aside uh, that weren't that priority and important to me and, yep. and, and as a man, yeah, we're supposed to be, we're told we're supposed to have these things and achieve these things. But, but for me at that point, the spiritual, and then working on the career to set the foundation for stability for my son and my, my wife mm-hmm. um, gave me then the stepping stone to have the opportunity to really reflect in the mirror and take time to look in the mirror because the bills are paid. Right, right. And then say, what is it about you that makes you think this way? What is it about you that makes you feel this way. Because again, Mm. we're not supposed, as men, we're not supposed to deal with feelings. We're not supposed to deal with emotions and we're definitely not allowed to express them except in anger. And that's what I had to look at. I had a bad temper. I boxed for many years, you know, and I I didn't, I didn't box to box for competition. I boxed because I wanted to knock someone's head off. And that was my, let that that anger
1: out. That was
0: it. And, and when you reach a point where you outside of the ring, you're not allowed to do that. Um, then you can't control that anger. There's no coping. Um, and so it did. It took me on a journey that that really had me reflecting on almost that I, who am I? Almost like mm-hmm. who, who is this guy in the mirror that I've created in, in all these mm-hmm. years? And here I am 44 years old and I still look in the mirror and say, you know, while I'm in a better place, there's still things that I don't recognize of who I am. Right. And, and so it's obviously it's a journey, it's a, brother. It's yep. an endless journey. And and I'm okay. I've finally reached a point in my life where I'm okay with understanding that it's not right. an, I'm never gonna reach the peak, but I'm always gonna work toward the peak. And mm-hmm. it's okay to stop on the way up to the peak. Yeah to camp out for the night and assess myself and have some totally. self care.
1: Yeah. By by the way, it's it's okay to take steps back. Yes. As well sometimes Yes. We've talked about this before. You have to slow down to speed up. And that sometimes that means taking a few steps down the the hill as you used in that metaphor before you charge back up and make another run. And that's, that's perfectly normal and fine. Mm
0: -hmm. And sometimes, like you said, sometimes going back is a good time to regroup. Sometimes we leave things behind that we haven't dealt with. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. going backwards to deal with things before moving forward is actually more productive than just continuing on a forward path mm, um, yes. And, and really working on, on it deeper in ourselves. Um, and I, I was fortunate um, many, many years ago when I, when I was in prison, uh, I ended up in a program on a transitional program on the way out the door after three years, which they do, you know, in Florida, that's the main thing they do there. And uh, when, the, when people are being released, they kind of put them in a transitional situation.
1: Mm, um, yeah. I, was,
0: I was blessed. And I say that, I, you know, most people aren't going to say they were blessed to be dealing with a prison situation. But when I was on my way out in this transitional program, I, I was put in a place called Reality House in Daytona Beach. And Reality House is basically a transitional program for not just prisoners, but addicts and alcoholics and, mm, yeah. and, and a wide variety of things. They help in the community. I was given two counselors, one Mr. Tom and one Mr. Greg. Mr. Greg was a, a former heroin addict who had turned his life around. This guy was a club owner, probably had more money than God at one point in his life. <laughs> and he found himself on a park bench, overdosed on heroin and somebody, oh, he lost everything. Wow. And, and then this guy, uh, years later, obviously becomes a counselor and is a, is a big impact in changing who I am. Uh, right. Mr. Tom strictly dealt in relational. So this guy was an old hippie, an old party and hippie, him and his wife been married for freaking who knows how long. But mm-hmm. this guy's focus and his degrees were all in relational. And by relational, I don't mean just husband and wife. I mean friendship, mm-hmm. the uh, yep. str- stranger passing friendship relationships relationship yep. in general. And this the, between the two of them, they taught me so much about. And, and it was never brought up in this aspect of being a man, but it was, yeah. it was, it was teaching guys who are literally in prison. Okay. So there's guys stepping, mm-hmm. there's guys in the program next to me who had murdered their wives, murdered their, oh. murdered people. These are men that are sitting in a group, in a circle talking about relationships wow. and yeah. absolutely like, I never thought I'd ever found, found myself there, but I did. And that yeah. was the stepping stone as well for me getting to a point where I was able to reflect it myself, but that was many years ago. And of course, I didn't take it serious until about 2014. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of it. In great, it planted a seed into in yeah. where I knew there was there was a different and a better way yeah. to, to be me, uh, to be a better me. Mm, yeah.
1: So that that was the first signal of awareness. The first thing that brought upon awareness within you to be like, whoa, I'm not in alignment with where yeah. I want to be. And I question for you, when you when that happened, when you looked in the mirror and you were like, I don't like these things about me. Did you did you also look in the mirror and say, this is what this is, you know, where I want to be? Did you say this is the man I am striving to be?
0: Yeah, I had ideas in my head of where I wanted to go. But it, it was so hard to get past my, my poor thinking. And, and mm-hmm. I, get, I used to call it the stinking thinking. So I was so hard oh, to get past that stinking thinking in order to, re- like, I could say, yeah, in a few years, I want to be a business owner, which I am. Right. Yeah. Again, yep. I've owned several businesses now. I'm a contractor. I own a construction company. Um, at, at that time in 2014, I did not. At 2014, at 2013 and 14, I was homeless with my son. Wow. With a, with a six, five-year-old son dragging him across the country homeless. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, that's where I was then. But I was so twisted in my perception of the world and myself that that at that time, while I knew where I wanted to go and who I wanted to be, I could not – Focus on it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so looking in the mirror, I, I could only see what was in front of me. Mm. And and while thinking of what I wanted to be, I had no vision of what it was co- going to be because I had no example of what it what it looked like. Mm. Living. I had beliefs. no example. Yeah. My father wasn't an example. My mother wasn't an example. And I can't, I never have and never would point the finger at that that's their fault. But because yeah. I didn't have an example of what a real man should be or what a leader, more better word would be a leader mm. should be. Yeah. Um, So I I didn't know how to lead my son. I didn't know how to lead myself. I mean, you know, so, so yeah, I I guess an answer. No. I mean, I really didn't know where I wanted to be or see where I, Mm -hmm. who I was going to be or wanted to be.
1: Dude. Yeah. And then there you go. The power of, of male role models or leaders, right?
0: Yeah. Amazing. For sure. Um, You know, we've got a little bit of time here. I want you to take some time to kind of tell the audience uh, more about your show. Yeah. Uh, more about where they can get in touch with you for your show if they want to be a guest, if they want to discuss yeah. some of this stuff, but also where they can find maybe some resources through, through that. Go ahead. And do that.
1: Yeah, so uh, absolutely. So first of all, the show itself, it's called Slow Down, Comma Man, available on Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and yeah, if you're, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, I encourage you to reach out or if you have questions or, you know, just want to connect, send me an email at slowdownmanpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and I'd love just to connect and chat. Also I'm on Instagram at slowdownmanpodcast. Um, yeah, sorry. What was the last part of your question?
0: Basically, just you know, I want I wanted to uh, just you know, I think you kind of gave kind of the outro on on everywhere they could reach you. Um, Right. What what about some resources? Uh, Oh, resources. What would you recommend for like somebody out there that hears this and they're like, you know, I want to know what they're talking about. Where would they Where would they start looking for resources?
1: they They want to dig in deeper to what we 've been talking about here yeah. i would I would say listen to the podcast yep and after every that literally the guests that are brought on have amazing resources in this field i'll I link to all of their um you know all, all of their products, contact info. Um, we talk about resources constantly on the show, like different books that you Perfect. could be seeking out and whatnot. Eventually, we we hope to have a a website up and running where you know, with a resources page. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for resources, send me an email. I, I personally know a ton of different books and resources that have, that have helped uh, me or that I know that have helped Excellent. other people. So I'm happy to to share that as well.
0: Excellent um and, and again we we do this short slot uh we talked about this before we started recording we do this short slot on the show uh just to kind of help the audience get to know you and who you are and and get our guests and, and the audience interacting and we are going to invite you back uh we'll probably do a 45 minute or an hour slot in the future awesome yeah um, look I, forward forward to it, man. for sure i'll send you a link to that we'll get you booked for that and um that way, we can dig a little deeper into your show and dig a little deeper. Yep. This has been a great conversation, and I always, totally. I always enjoy engaging in conversations that, that, that tail that tie right into the journey I'm on. And, yep. and yep. you know, so it's great talking to you. That and it's great to know that you're on that journey and, up in Canada, and here I am in Tulsa having, <laughs> having the same journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just it just brings into perspective for the audience as well as myself that that I'm not the only one out here trying to no. figure life out. Oh, no everyone is, books. man.
1: Everyone is. Yeah.
0: Yep. Well, I appreciate having you on here. And I'm going to you later on for sure.
1: Beautiful. Look forward to it, my man.
0: You have a great day. You as well. Thanks, yep. Dean. Thank you. Hey, guys. Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I just wanted to share uh, one of the platforms we use uh, for our podcast. Uh, it's called Anchor, uh, it is a free platform. They have creation tools that allow you to record, edit uh, your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Um, Anchor will distribute your podcast on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, most most all the platforms that you want to reach. You can you can reach through Anchor. So I encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, Again, it's free and it's called Anchor. Have a great day.